You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Do not eat stare food. It's not stare food. I mean, it's packaged. It's it doesn't matter. And it's, it's there for the taking. No, I mean, it's not. Somebody set that in the. They stair- didn't well, set it there. They they hung it there. They did not. You do not eat they granola might as bars well that you just, find in the stairwell. They might as well just put a sign that said free snacks. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Whoever put that there, they were not putting it there. That's not Why would they suit. put a, a full bag of delicious granola bars and hang them from the pole out there if they didn't want people to eat them? Sarah, don't eat stair food. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and subscribe to the live stream and uh, the archives and the, all the exclusive things that we have for you for only six ninety nine a month. Six ninety nine a month, you say? Six ninety nine a month, including listening to all of the wonderful live programming here on the network, which we have the return of one of our live shows. B-Sides and Besides it's is coming, coming back today. on today. Woo! Returning so after summer hiatus, although I still don't believe the summer is completely over yet. It isn't at all. No, I was looking next week and it's still going to be like in the mid-80s. Yes. So yes, it'll it be is. fine. This is just a, it's just a slight setback. Absolutely. A slight summer setback. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we've, got a, we've got a ton of stuff coming up on the show today. It is, of course, Science Friday, where Dr. Science will be expunging his knowledge upon your ear Ew. holes. And uh, if you are listening live, <laughs> you can, of course, go into the chat and put your questions for Dr. Science, all things worldly that you could possibly have. And Dr. Science will cover those later on today in the show. And, uh, and I'm also going to be making some predictions today. I've got the prediction. I will tell you okay. who is going to win the Super Bowl. Really? I already know. Because that worked for you so well last year. It's always... <laughs> I don't remember last year. I don't live in the past, Sarah. I do. I remember... Oh, who did you say was going to win? And then they got knocked out like super early in the season. I don't know what you're talking about. That doesn't I can't sound like anything that would have happened. To, uh, that's not usually how I work. So I don't think that's a, at all possible. Um, before Greg, we go... Well, before we go any further, can I just tell you how my life has changed because of my new ear pads and my headphones? Yes, it does seems like, seem like you're very happy Everything about is right with the world. Okay, that's you sound good. your your tones sound mellifluous in my mm-hmm. in my ear holes. That's good. It's that's very good. exciting. Okay, that's good to it's know. Very exciting. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, expunge some knowledge on your ear holes later. Ew. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep my new headphones clean. All right, just let, let's not do that. <laughs> before uh, before we go too far, though, do you want to remind everyone that the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase is coming up on September eighteenth yeah. at the Secret Society Ballroom at one sixteen Northeast Russell, and you can pick up your tickets now ahead of time. Right there on FunEmploymentRadio.com. So there's a link, and you can go there and pick up the tickets. And people were wondering uh, who the four comedians are. We're going to be having them all on uh, over the next uh, mm. next couple of weeks. First off, Barbara Holm. Yes. Barbara Holm is awesome and hilarious and one of the funniest comedians I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely. She is mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, also going to be uh, joined on stage with Sean Jordan. Sean Jordan's been on the show a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So you guys might uh, might know him. Hilarious, absolutely awesome. Randy Mendez. Mm-hmm. Randy Mendez. We just saw him in the uh, Portland's Funniest Person competition. We sure did. And then Todd Armstrong, who actually opened for Bobby Lee. Yes. Which was fun. So we ended up going out with him and Bobby Lee. And yeah, very, very cool guy. Yeah, if you went to the Bobby Lee show, um, yeah, that was Tom Armstrong who was opening up the whole thing. So it is going to be so, so awesome. So many funny people. And uh, you can get your tickets right now at funemploymentradio.com. So Really, it helps us out a lot, and you will be helping yourself out. So bring all of your family and friends. Family and friends. <laughs> all your family and friends to the comedy show on September 18th. So there we go. Um, yeah, now Sarah Sarah was referencing something that she saw in the stairwell. 
when we were coming up here to the studio in which someone had left a bag full of granola bars in the community stairwell. So our studio is in like a four-story building, and there's lots of other businesses that are, that are in this building. It's not something where I would feel but comfortable eating like, random food. We no, don't know all the people in the building. They were like the fancy bars, though. Like they were like the the Cliff Bar, like those ones that cost like more than a dollar at the Plaid Pantry. <sighs> yes, and they're like all in there, and it had like all different kinds of flavors and stuff, and they're just hanging there. Yeah, that is not for everyone to eat. It is. No, that is the perfect. If lure. I. Lure for what? Now what I know how a serial killer can lure you into their place. Oh, just leave granola bars along the ground and you follow that trail. Granola bars might be one of nature's perfect foods. All I'm saying, it can be a like it can be a snack. It can be uh, you know substitute for a meal sometimes on the go. Yes, you sure. If you quickly. purchase the granola bar yourself, not one you find while in a stairwell. All right, well, what's not- better than free? That's not free food. It's free for a reason, and it's a bad reason, whatever it is. So I'm just saying, stay away from that. Stay away from Well, it's not like I'm out fishing in the dumpster or anything. They're brand new granola bars. What's wrong with it? If they're unopened and they're inside of our, you know, our you know gated what? residence. It may look unopened, but you know what you could do with that? You could take a needle, a hypodermic needle. Oh, and, really? And just like they did the Halloween it. candy when exactly. we were kids? Is that what they did? I learned my lesson. Uh-huh. I learned my lesson from all the terror stories. There could be a razor blade in that, and then they just reseal it. You know how easy it is to reseal a granola bar? I can do it in 10 minutes. You could. I could totally reseal that I, thing. I don't even think so. Yep, absolutely. I don't think you could even change a tire, let alone reseal I a granola bar. I could change a tire. I'm a man. I know how to change a tire. So I am a man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just just try not to do that because, yeah, as it's being noted in chat, Vicky even says here, uh, they're probably drugged. Yeah, so they're, they're probably drugged. drugged. So I would uh, advise you to stay away from that. Well, that's just mean then. I mean, what asshole leaves a whole bunch of free granola bars on the stairs and, like, drugs them? Because it's the kind of person that knows that some girl will come along and eat them. But I don't believe that anybody in our building wants to drug anybody. I think uh, that maybe I don't they know. just. No, because there are, like, health businesses in here. So maybe, like, they had an excess of healthy snacks that they wanted to share with everybody? No. No, that is not the case at all. I'm just kind of so hungry. So just stay away from them. Yes, I realize you are. Well, um, you're probably hungry because uh, when you're a champion, it does uh, <laughs> it does up a little bit of hunger. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to announce something here on the show, and that is, you know, we've talked about this before, that Sarah and I are part of a cornhole league. Which, if you don't know what cornhole is, <laughs> it is uh, basically uh, bean bags that are full of corn instead yes. of beans, and you throw them at a plywood board. Yes, uh, that's kind of slanted with a hole cut in it, and uh, that's pretty much it. And you drink a lot of beer it. while you do it. And you drink a shit ton of beer. And uh, our team, which consists of Sarah, myself, Tristan, and Heather, were crowned something last night—a monumentous occasion, an occasion to celebrate the world over. Everyone was so excited that we won because everybody yes, bowed down. Yes. Whiskey Business, our team, yes, it's called Whiskey Business, are the Cornhole League champions. We are the champions, the overall champions. Yes. So we, we, through steadfast determination and showing up every week, became the Cornhole champions. And we are now the owners of the Golden Cornhole Corn Cob. We are indeed. So we thank you. We worked very hard at this. We worked long and hard, and we beat everyone handily. Which is why everyone respects us so much, I think. Yeah, or else hates us. Because because we <laughs> clearly we were the superior team and we ended up winning. 
So it's pretty amazing. I love accumulative point systems. Yeah. Because you know what? It doesn't matter if you're not the best every week as long as you just keep showing up a- and trying hard. Attendance counts. <laughs> Attendance does count. Indeed. So we are very, very happy. We're in a uh, celebratory mood today. It was like in college when, uh, you know, like you could go to your classes, but like since nobody would show up, like I remember one of my classes, it was like 25%, you know, 25% of your grade is if you just show up. Yeah. So I would just make sure to go in. So I was checked in every day. Well, that's, that's how why I would float, yeah, float you know, through that. We'll go down, you know, with like the Chicago Bulls and, um, you know, perhaps the... Uh, the Steelers, you know, in the the late seventies and eighties, you know, just champions all around. Where mm-hmm. it's undeniable the skill level that you see. Mm. You may you may not like them, but you have to respect. But you them. have to respect. You them. have to respect the champions. God, we were such jackasses too because we were so excited last night, <laughs> just jumping up and down, screaming like we just won the Olympics or something. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was like. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And then we got gifted a spray painted gold corn cob. Yeah, <laughs> that we. Presented to everybody. Yes. Well, I should, I'll bring it in here and keep it on display. Okay. Because uh, we get it for one week. Yeah, for one week. Mm-hmm. We get to hold on to the golden corn cob. It's very true. So anyway, thank you, everyone. Thank, thank you, for, you. For, your, for your support. And thank you to Scott Daly and Keelan King on one of the opposing teams along with... Uh, for losing? Yeah. Well, you know, but they were so gracious in losing. Of course, their team name is uh, Sparkle Motion based on the novel Push by Keelan King. That is the full <laughs> title of their of their team name. I do have to say this. So at the <laughs> at, when, when we go to this Cornhole League, I know it's ridiculous. But um, the, uh, the overlord of the Cornhole League, which is Nick, he will announce the team names who are going to be playing each other for each round. And every time it's something else based on the novel by Keelan King. <laughs> I believe last night there was one that was It was Ice Cream Sprinkles or ice something? Ice Cream Sprinkles based on the illustrated cookbook by Keelan King. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it is fantastic. And all we can see is just Keelan like uh, across the... like Because it's a big group of people. They're probably like, I don't know, how many, like 20, 30 people something who are like in the that. league. Yeah, and whenever Nick's saying like, you know, the novel push, based on the novel push by Keelan King, you can just hear Keelan from wherever he is just going, fuck off! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, we did just want to get that out there so you guys know. So you guys know. And I'm glad we were champions because going there last night, I didn't even get a chance to talk about this. Um, I I ran into one of the biggest shit apples I've ever seen. Oh, what, in your neighbor's yard? Uh, no, not my neighbor's yard. At the, down at the corner mart, down at Miss Nepal's. And I, there's a lot of explanation here. So Miss Nepal is the <laughs> cute ne- Nepalese girl who works at the corner mart. Although I haven't seen her for a while. I don't know where Miss Nepal's been. Uh-oh. I'm not sure Uh-oh. where she's going. Uh-oh. Where did she go? I don't know. I hope she hasn't transferred to another store because I that really would... don't like her buddy that's always there. He's, yeah. he, oh, see, he's he loves asshole. me. I like that guy. Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, but Miss Nepal, uh, I went down to their to the corner mart on the way down there, and I walked in the door, and I'm trying to I'm trying to push open the door, and I'm like, oh, it's stuck. This is really weird. I couldn't figure it out, and so I start pulling on it, and I pull it, and it's this little uh, kid. He looks like he was probably maybe seven. You know, it's it's hard for me to tell the ages of these kids, but yeah. Somewhere between like three and 12. He was walking and talking. So I think he's between like five and eight, I'll say. Somewhere in there. And he's hanging on the door and just holding it. And, I'm, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. He did one of those like little annoying kid laughs like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like laughing in my you face. You do that I'm far like, too well. But did you used to do this as a child? No. No, I was, a, I was a little more respectful than that. At least not around my mom. I would have never, would have never done that. Okay. Maybe when she wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. And he sits there and just stands in my way. He's like blocking me. And I'm like, okay, where, where's the, the owner of this little shit apple? And <laughs> Where's the owner of this thing? <laughs> and I look over and it's the mom. Greg, make the mad dash to parenthood right now. <laughs> Seriously. So the mom is there at the counter chatting away to the, uh, to the not Mr. Paul, the other guy. And she just kind of looks at him 
and looks at him blocking me and sitting there laughing at me and turns around and continues on her conversation. Does <laughs> nothing. And so I'm trying to push by this kid. I'm like, okay, that's, this is fun now. And, uh, and I walk past him and I, I feel something hit my leg. And I look back and I look at the ground at what had just fallen. The little shit apple threw a fucking matchbox car at me. He threw a car at me, at my leg, as I walked by. Did you pick up that car and throw it in the garbage? Because that's exactly what I would have done. It's what I should have done, yeah. but I just wanted to get away from him. So I, I looked at it, and I just kind of sat there and stared in disbelief at him, and then looked at the mom, who also witnessed this, and said nothing. She said nothing about it. Oh. And I, so I was instantly mad, but I was like, I just got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. So I went and got what I was, I was buying, and I went back there, and... Um, and I'm, I'm trying to pay for it. And finally, the mom backs off. And then she turns around. And this little kid is just running up and down the aisles of the store. And that's just, not a very big store either. It's yeah. not. Tearing up and down the aisles. And she's just standing there. Michael Bryan. Michael Bryan. It's time to go. Come on, Michael Bryan. Michael Bryan? Michael Bryan. We need to, we need to go now. You should put that down. Michael Bryan. They, and the kid's just not responding at all kids just kept on doing what he's doing he's like running around knocking stuff off of the shelves like picking up candy and throwing them on the ground and running up and down the aisles and this lady's doing absolutely nothing like clearly this kid has no respect for yeah her, and neither does anyone else uh, so nipple says maybe this is like a looper situation the little sh- that was little shit apple greg growing to the future to take out current greg <laughs> <laughs> no i would have never gotten away because with that kind of stuff are you sure it wasn't gregory brian <laughs> <laughs> no if i would my mom would have Oh, I would never have gotten away with I something just, like that. I just, I respect your restraint because that, uh, the second that that Matchbox car would have hit me, that thing would have gone A, uh, A in the garbage or B on top of the cooler. Yeah. Where it couldn't be reached. Yeah, I, I should have done something like that. You're right. I really should have. But then but again, if the parent is there, I mean, they should. That's really their responsibility to not raise such a little shit. Uh, a whole corn dog, which is the uh, his name in the chat, says uh, he was named after the guys she thought might be his father. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's true. <laughs> Michael, Michael Brian. Brian Michael. Michael Brian. <laughs> and so finally, they get out of the store and like flush him out of there. And I buy what I have to do, and I'm I'm walking out, and of course they're mosing through the parking lot, and I look, and this kid has. A pack of candy in his hand, and she's like, "Oh, well, stealing's bad. You shouldn't have stolen that." She he stole he something. Stole Did you go candy? What am I gonna do? They're already like leaving the parking lot, and plus, I don't like that guy anyway. That's that's running the store, so I didn't I didn't want to get involved in this. I wanted to get away from it as far as possible. But yes, this woman let Michael Bryan steal candy, and then she's as he's eating it, she's just like, "Oh, stealing's wrong." Stealing's wrong, Michael Bryan. Come on, oh, let's cross the street. And just, Stealing's wrong, Michael Bryan. As this Bryan. kid's shoving the stolen candy in his mouth, she didn't even take it away from him. That's what all she did. What the hell? Yeah. So um, I just have to say, Michael Bryan is now my new enemy, and I do not like what him. What if you encounter like a Michael Bryan like 15 years down the road? Oh, I'll, I'll and, find and out if it's know. him. Yeah, you can find out. Be like, oh, yeah? Did you grow up in Southeast Portland? Did you have a matchbox car you used to throw up people? <laughs> Were you hanging out in Miss Nepal's shop? So... Michael Bryan, wherever you are, you're a shit apple. And uh, I don't like your mother either. So I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. Michael Bryan is a shit apple. Yep. That's the story for today. (laughs) Michael Bryan. Anyway, so I recovered from getting hit with the... uh, with the matchbox car, yeah, and I was able. To. I, I applaud your restraint. I would not have. I would have not been able to restrain myself. I was just like, get away from me! Just go away! Just get away from me! And I didn't. I should have probably done something back. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> to, to the child, <laughs> so, but I did not. I have to tell you, it is quite gratifying if, if a child keeps doing something to you and you tell them to stop. Yeah, and they don't. 
Yeah. Then taking away the thing that's important to them is pretty fun. Yeah, I really should have like taken that. Like the kid that kept pummeling me with the beach ball. When I, I sh- popped that beach ball, that was the f- that was the best thing ever. Yeah, I really should have taken that matchbox car. <laughs> I really should have done that. Maybe you should just start staking out Miss Nepal and uh, see when they come back. I'm waiting for Michael Bryan to come back. I mean, because if the woman's having a conversation with him, clearly she's probably been there before. Yeah. So she might be part in, in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. You can just Stealing's not be, bad, Michael Bryan. You just can you know be the not at all creepy guy sitting in the parking lot waiting for Michael Bryan. Waiting <laughs> for <come> Michael <laughs> Bryan. Have you seen Michael Bryan? <laughs> <laughs> I got a matchbox car for him. Yeah, okay, maybe that would probably go badly for me. That probably would not be smiled upon. That that might not be the best thing I could do. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we do have a special guest in studio today, We do. A very special guest who has not joined us on this show for... It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been. It has been. And And uh, he was pointing at the fact that uh, every time he comes on, it seems like something amazingly (laughs) epic has happened in his personal life. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. It is true. Well, should we go ahead and bring on our super secret guest today? I have a song that he wanted me to play. And they say we kind of force savage, been raised by wolves, no complaints, made us us, no praise, just breaks and hooks, and they say Oh, I like this. It's a long intro. I was waiting for a moment here. No complaints, made us us, no praise. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Keelan King. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> you had to wait for your introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, had to, I had to wait for the big shit apple to tell I me know. what it was. Come on. <laughs> no talking until Greg, until he finishes his introduction. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Silly me, like... Assuming that like the microphones and shit would be on when I was like, never. I am a fool. <laughs> fool. <laughs> the king shit apple. <laughs> oh, so I was not a shit. It's like apple. the Goblin King. You know, you, you see the Hobbit. Oh yeah. Yeah, you see the Hobbit. It's like you know the cat, the cave with like all the little shit apples, and then one big giant shit apple sitting on the throne. It's great. <laughs> my armies of Michael Bryan's. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just a terrifying thought. <sighs> oh, well, how are you, Keelan? I'm doing all right. You know, it's been a, an interesting couple of months, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm doing okay. It, you know, between being laid off and then, you know, subsequently finding a new job and then getting a lady and then subsequently losing some lady. <laughs> and, uh, so it's, it's transitional periods yeah, is what yeah. you're saying. It's, it's, it's kind of uh, up in the air. So for those know. keeping score, so you, you don't have your, you, uh, you were laid off from your other job. You yes, got a new job. I did. I did. Uh, I start uh, my new job on the 16th. So, so I got cool. a, you know I got another week or so to kind of kick back and relax and, mm-hmm. and, and you know live high off the hog of that unemployment money <laughs> <laughs> you know because I'll be balling with them green checks baby <laughs> all the green checks wait they didn't give you the the debit card thing no I, well I I set, I had to set it up for direct deposit but for gotcha. the, the, fir- the very first one they're like. You will get a paper check because we want to pretend this is 1978. <laughs> <laughs> now go to the bank and yeah, deposit now, that now paper check. Now walk your ass to a bank branch, bitch. <laughs> so, I know you unemployed. You probably don't have a car, motherfucker. Get to a bank. <laughs> <laughs> so you are so you are with job. I am but with, with job, but without lady. Yes. Okay. Yes, that that is the the current score. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. bucket drums that that hasn't come back. Around no, no, yet. no, no. Actually, you know what? I've I've seen bucket drums twice in the last two weeks, brother. <laughs> it's it's. It's weird. Um, How's that going? Uh, it's not oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, seeing you know, seeing as in, uh, yes, you are in front of my eyes. Not seeing as in. Oh, okay. Not like uh, as in conversing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's not happening. <laughs> so, oh, bucket drums. Yeah, no, but she was not the uh, the lady I most recently lost. Um, lost. It sounds like you got rid of you disposed of her. Yeah, because I, you know, <laughs> I, I guess 
speaking of her as a prize is probably not the correct way to go about this. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and and funny because like whenever I come on the show, I always have like a a, a messed up dating story to tell. Oh yeah. And Sarah and Greg typically get to hear like all of the shit that's going on, and oh, because I lived with Greg, you know, for two years. Yeah. Like. He saw everything. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't even have to tell Greg. He was just like, oh, man. I was sitting on the couch. I got a front row seat. Yeah. Right oh, on the couch. Yeah, just so. eating popcorn, watching everything. Yeah, I walk in the house. He's popping shit. And he's just like, uh, so you going back out there? <laughs> you know, another conversation? I, I really think you need to go out there and talk about this. Like, so, yeah, he's giving me pointers. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 the funny thing about this is that this is one of the few times that I've ever dated someone and no one liked her. I wasn't really a fan of her. <laughs> well, because she just didn't really bring anything. Not it didn't really bring anything. She brought nothing to the table. I, well, because it was my job to bring everything to the yes, table. Yes, of course. And, and she made that abundantly clear on numerous occasions <laughs> that <clears throat> my responsibility was to bring shit to the table. <laughs> that is what you do. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it was. It was one of those things where it was like I was, I you know I've kind of been that guy where I was just like. This isn't going exactly the way I like it. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> one, this was one of the times where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try not being that guy because, you know, clearly that hasn't landed me. You know? mm-hmm. Hasn't landed you the soulmate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It hasn't landed me the one of my dreams at this point. So, <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe I should not be so quick with the trigger. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was trying to be patient. And the entire time, every last one of my friends is like, dude, Fuck that bitch. <laughs> and I was just like, really? Like, and maybe you can't see the forest for the trees. Like, maybe, yeah. you know, you're inside of it. But it's one of the few times that I've ever been in, an, in a situation like that where, like, none of my other friends really, like, took to that person. Well, I do commend you, though, because you did try really hard at that, even even with everybody not yeah, really that liking was, her. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was just a, a, a really long exercise in what I was doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was being reminded every day. As Consistently. The, the important thing is, did you learn anything from it? I learned I'm, I'm, I'm mean. <laughs> You're just You were told cruel. you were mean? Yeah, I'm very, I'm very mean, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm very inconsiderate. And, oh. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Again, so what were the good points? Did she look good naked? Oh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I. I <laughs> Keelan's a gentleman, Sarah. Yeah. Gentlemen never, never tell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There had to be some reason. No, I mean, so anyway, <laughs> so what you're saying is you you have a brand new shiny job and you're on the market. Yes. Look yes. at ladies. that. Hello, ladies. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> and that is why you're single, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm looking for that Lord of the Rings kind of geeky girl demographic. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Quoting those go. movies works well some of the yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, if, you know, referring to myself as meat being back on the menu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not. It's gonna do that, but <laughs> maybe not. I'm trying to be hopeful, Sarah. I try. I try to have a positive outlook on life, so I can go out and meet a nice lady who loves me. <laughs> she loves me for me. Yeah, just for me. Just for me. All right. Well, since you uh, you know you were talking about being single again, uh, I was hearing. I don't know exactly what was said, but I'm hearing that you might have perhaps been the recipient of some unsolicited love advice. Oh yeah, perhaps. Yes. Well, everyone seems to know exactly. Yeah, what what to tell you? Yeah, so I heard I heard about this <laughs> last night because Keelan told me about it, and um, I think maybe 
since obviously I am not going to be the best person to say whether it's correct or not, perhaps Sarah, you should be the judge okay. of the yes, dating have, advice. Yes, that, because uh, from one single person to another single person, it's I'm sure that I just have loads of knowledge well, to dispense on. This is true <laughs> on how to make a functional relationship happen. Well, you're at least female, which uh, no, right. either. Well, of us I are. do. I, I am a female. You do have lady parts. So I do have my lady parts. I want to rip them out sometimes, but I have them. <laughs> Ooh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, see yesterday. Sounds, okay. Sounds like Red arm. <laughs> sounds, um, sounds like a white <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Keelan. Yes. So, you got some advice. Yeah. Yeah. I was, as I do, lamenting the state of my dating life. <laughs> uh, and I was describing uh, an, uh, an instance where I was kind of unceremoniously kind of stood up slash ignored after asking someone out on a date. Mm-hmm. And... I was asking one of our friends. I don't know if we should. I don't know. I, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we we were talking to Lily. Oh, li- yeah. Lily's fine. Yeah. 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 She so mind. Scott Scott Dally's Scott Dally's fiance. 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 Where's my fiance? Who uh, you know? Lily was was trying to educate me on where I was wrong again. So in that <laughs> you know in, in that aspect, she was a lot like my my quote unquote ex girl. Well, let me tell you behind the scenes. You like, sound very mean right now. Yeah, <laughs> You're so mean. You're so uncaring. But behind the scenes, Keelan and Lily have a, f- a fantastic relationship to watch. They just uh, the way that you guys kind of butt heads is almost like a brother and sister kind of thing. I have thing. to imagine it's pretty entertaining. It, it is. is because <laughs> you guys are very. You both have very strong opinions, and yeah, both stubborn. And you're both stubborn as fuck. Well, and Lily doesn't. Yeah. Give, and Lily doesn't give a shit. So she'll say she'll say stuff and just be like, "I said it." So and I, <laughs> and the thing is, is that like most people, especially in Portland, because uh, you know. I've talked about this uh, on our show is that, you know, Portland has a little bit of uh, passive aggressiveness. In oh, it. a lot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Portland doesn't deal well with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Portland, <laughs> you you throw some shit at Portland and it's like, Ooh, oh, oh, OK, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I grew up in the Midwest. So and I have a black mom. So <laughs> Lily throwing shit at me is like, really? Yeah. Like, let's do this. You're like, this is, I, I'm used to this. Yeah, so Lily will throw shit at me, and I'm just, like, batting it away and dodging and shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I just, you know, so Lily and I go back and forth, and everyone just kind of sits it's, around. and it's, it's amazing. It's, like, better than watching TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty funny. And I, and I love Lil. It's just that we, we go back and forth at it. And so uh, I was lamenting uh, one of the instances where, you know, Portland being passive-aggressive, you know, in, in some ways, as opposed to saying... You know, thank you for asking me out, but you know, eh, you know, maybe you're not my type, or I don't think that's gonna work, or yeah. you know, no, I'm sorry, I'm not really interested. Like that shit that as a grown man, like I can be like, oh shit. Well, I'm bummed for about an hour, mm-hmm. but fuck, I'm going back to the bar, drink another beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I you're get a grown over up. that. You yeah, can I'm a big yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. But in Portland, it doesn't work that way. In Portland, you get told yes a lot. That is very true because people will say yes when they really want to say no. Right. Yeah. And they, and, they, and they won't then turn around and cancel. They'll just n- disappear off the face of the earth like you <laughs> like they like they vanished and shit. Like right. you know. Oh, like, my phone wasn't working. Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. in the mist took this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Or they'll schedule some shit and then you'll be like sitting in my car <laughs> waiting for. So it this is like ridiculous because yeah. they just won't show up. So. That's bullshit. Really? People still stand people up? Oh, yeah. It's happened to me twice in the last year or so. Are you fucking kidding me? It happens. And I'm getting close to 40. Yeah. And I have never, ever stood anyone up 
I haven't no, either. I just won't go. Like if I just won't go on a date. Like I'll say I'm not interested in a nice way. You don't have to be an asshole about it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, clearly I'm an asshole, but <laughs> right. clearly are. Well, so you're, you're inconsiderate. Right. Right. So I was lamenting <laughs> this, and Lily gives me. A, a, a very detailed bit of advice, and so I have I've written this advice down oh so that I can share it with the rest of the world. I missed this because we were busy winning the cornhole league last night, yes, so I didn't. <laughs> so I, I didn't hear you and Lily talking. That must have been when you were sitting it out when we were playing another yeah, game. I don't know you're talking. <laughs> so I, I'm going to read this, and, and gentlemen, I would like you to listen very closely because this is invaluable information. And this is a lady who's done. I mean, like she's in a successful relationship. She she's got the ring. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe Scott this could a ring be the person. Yeah, he, he put a ring. Maybe this could be the person that gives you the ultimate advice. And so, ladies, you know, y- your justification is right here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to read this to you. So, this is Lillian's Portland dating wisdom. First, if you should wish to ask a woman out on a date, on a date, mind you, mm-hmm. on a date, on a date, on a date, there are. A few things you must remember. (laughs) Number one, having a rapport with said woman that involves extended conversations, reaching hours in length on more than one occasion means fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) Means fuck all. So you. It means nothing? Is that what that means? Absolutely nothing. So you have a good conversation with someone that lasts longer than a normal one would go, that doesn't mean anything. Not, Not a fucking thing. Okay. Excuse my French. Number no, two. I'm, okay. Yeah. Let, we, let's. let's we, we continue. Yeah. We'll go. We'll analyze. We this. continue. Okay. If said woman is interested in you, she will provide you with a series of unspecified and most likely unrecognizable signals <laughs> that shall be recognized and agreed to as the green light. But it's unrecognizable I am so signals. Confused. Wait, it's unrecognizable. Wait, okay. Wait. wait. We continue. Oh, Lily. We continue. Because I want the guys to get this so, so they understand what they have to do. Okay. If you should choose not to pay attention to the absence of said green light signals and foolishly proceed to ask this woman out on a date, on a date, mind you, on a date. On a date. Not, not to, like, marry you. No, on a, on, date. A, on a date. On a date. The woman shall have no option but to, A, feel horribly burdened. As you have unceremoniously put her on the spot. What a horrible burden. Oh my God, Lily. And B, reply with a yes to your request for an evening out on the town. Because saying that you're not interested is rude. While, While also taking great care to one, not communicate with you at any point in the immediate future, and greet you in the future. As if none of the aforementioned had ever taken That's place. That's true. That's true. Women do do that. Or two. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Stand you up for said date while reserving the right to feel bad privately <laughs> and greet you in the future as if none of the aforementioned had ever taken place. Now, let's get out there and meet some ladies, guys. <laughs> let's do this. So, she's going to give signals <laughs> that you can't understand. Or recognize. Or recognize. But if you, <laughs> but if you get those signals, that's the green light, son. That's that's the but green you, light that you don't know is happening. Signals that you don't know, and then. But if you have a long, nice conversation with someone who is also these single, signals do, these signals do not include asking you out. Right. Well, no, oh, exactly. no, that's not the woman's job. Right. Clearly. So, and I'm then, confused. but if you proceed to ask someone, would you like to go 
out for drinks sometime, then or it's the, out then, for dinner, then it's a burden? Or, or you know, some something a basic, nice, just a, just a quick date. That's a burden to them. You have put them on the spot. Greg. Put them on the spot, and they somehow don't have the power to say no. No, no, <laughs> say o- no. No, their only option is to feel burdened and reply with a yes. Why don't they just say no? No, no. You should have seen the signals, Greg. <laughs> You foolishly chose to ask this woman out. I'm having a great having conversation with the woman. Having not recognized that you did not get the signals. All right. I, now that I'm thinking about this, I've let it settle in for a second. I, some of it actually does fucked uply make sense. Like, that is how women are. Women are horrible. We're horrible people. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's true. But, I mean, I. But with the conversation thing... I mean, if I was talking to somebody for, like, hours on end, then I wouldn't be talking to someone for hours on end unless I found them interesting. Really? I think so. But do you find them... <sighs> well, it depends on what kind of conversation it is, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert. You're the only woman in here, though. Okay, yeah. 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 No, I'm... So we're looking to you. Yeah. No. Help, you... help us, Sarah X. Kenobi. What are the You're green lights? Hope. What are the green lights that are unrecognizable? I was not given any of the green lights. I was just told there would be green lights. Sarah, what there are the are green, green lights? I guess touching? Well, I would assume. Yeah, what? If some girl starts rubbing my leg, yeah, I would assume that's well, a yeah. Secret, well, hinting at do maybe you, like. Uh, do you start rubbing on a guy the first night you meet him? No. Yeah, I, mean, no I, I was just I curious. Like, I was like, shit, I, I'm missing out. Yeah, that means you can skip the date altogether. Yeah, but, that, that ain't got shit to do with a date. Yeah. Yeah, Kenda's saying, in other words, you must be a mind reader to get a real date. Yeah. So. This is what it's sounding like. <laughs> Loki says, this, this is how it works. I've just stopped dating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what a green. I mean, if it's an invisible signal, I'm confused. I don't know. What is a signal that you do if you're interested in a guy? I, I don't know. Give him my phone number? No, but I mean an unrecognizable signal. Like, well, what that's, is, that's, if it's unrecognizable, I don't know if I'm doing well, it. Well, that's clearly not a fucking signal because <laughs> I got her phone number. Don't be mad at me. I don't I'm know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just Explain saying. Explain it, Sarah. <laughs> you know, you, there are signals that I have to recognize and pay attention to. So I need to make sure that I know what those signals are. Well, I... Th- I need dates, I'm Sarah. confused. I know I'm confused, too, because if someone spends hours talking to you, I would think that you asking them out at the end of that would be good, or else they would have politely excused themselves no. before then. No. Absolutely. Right, so this is a specific instance that you're talking about. Oh, oh yes. Okay. It, well, it's happened on more than one occasion, but okay. yes. So you had a long conversation with a woman, then you asked her out, she said yes, but then she stood you up? Essentially, yes. Oh, hmm. Maybe it's just the women you pick. So, again, Greg, I am wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> it's because you're inconsiderate. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. I, I am an asshole. I'm inconsiderate. And I am often wrong. Yeah. Well, yes. maybe you shouldn't ask them out the first time you meet them. Uh, I did not ask them out until after the second or third time we had a multiple hour long conversation. I am at a loss here. I mean, you would think that's... I would think so. I mean, I know... I would see that as a I green would, light. Like, I would I, see like, that as a green light, too. I, I know I'm wrong, but I'm just trying to figure out, like, where I was wrong. So, I like, I know I'm wrong. I'm just trying to make sure that, like, I can point out, like, my mistakes. Well, I mean, and, and what, was the, what was the date that you asked her out on? What was, were you guys going to go do? It was just to go out and maybe have drinks or dinner or whatever. Just nothing. That seems pretty That's nothing innocuous. pressure-filled. Yeah. No? Yeah. Not like, when, oh, we're going to the Portland City Grill. <laughs> put on your... My friend's getting married. Yes. You're coming with me to it or something yeah. like that. You're like, no, no pressure. No, no. Just, just go out and have a couple drinks. Just, yeah. Maybe grab a bite to eat. That yeah. seems pretty basic. Yeah. I would and think... What I, and, what I was la- and what I was lamenting was not even the loss of the, the, the date, as it were, but the insistence of the individual 
upon the, 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 our next interaction, greeting me as though it didn't happen. Like, hi, uh, how are you? After she stood you that's up, some what's just going on? Oh, how that's... have you been? What's going on? Are you going to come over here and talk to me? Fuck no. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. so awkward. And she stood you up. That didn't show up? Um, this one, well, there was t- two. The, f- the one stood me up. And then called me like after we were supposed to meet to tell oh. them that they, didn't, they, they weren't interested. I'm oh like, that my sucks. That's you wasting could, so, your time. You could have not. You could have not let me sit here for like a week and a half, knowing yeah. you didn't want to go. Yeah. Oh. So that was the first one. This one that that's just sucks. So rude. This one told me, "Well, I'm going out of town, and when I come back, which was normal, I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. You got, you got shit to do. Mm-hmm. So when I get back, we'll 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 talk and we'll plan something specific. And I was like, that works perfectly. Yeah, totally." Never heard from her again. Oh, hmm. and so this is the one that you bumped into. Yeah, that second one. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do you know if she like met somebody when she was out of town? No, she's still single. Yeah. Mm. She felt bad privately though. <laughs> <laughs> so know that she has that burden to carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So you I'm know, sure I she really, spent hours. Awake. I really do feel bad for her. Like you know, well, I, I mean, it was really tough. I mean, I really should not have put her in that position. <laughs> it sounds like the problem with these women is just like they're not grown up. Like they're not grown ups at this point. If they're still like doing that kind of bullshit, that's that's shit you do in high school if you're an asshole. If you're an adult doing that kind of shit, you're a super asshole. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's wasting. Just say the- you're not interested. And, yeah. and I'm not the only one because like I've talked to other dudes who have encountered this kind of shit. And yeah. I've hear a lot more about this kind of shit in Portland, and I've had many more experiences with this type of behavior. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily always making it to the, the the point of standing someone up. But the kind of not really communicating and like, and like just being like, oh, well, I know I didn't want to, but I wasn't going to say I didn't want to. Like, it's something to do with this city. Yeah. Like, it's a Portland thing. Because yeah. I've lived in a number of other cities in the country. And where I grew up, women have no problem just being like, no. Yeah. And <laughs> it sucks. But yeah. eventually you're like, well, you know, I'm a big boy. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Move it. on. Yeah. Me and my boys will go out next weekend and meet someone that's not her. So, yeah, yeah it's like. You get used to just dealing with like, yeah, you're going to get rejected. Like that's part of the game. Like as dudes, that's like part we of come into this knowing, all right, nine out of ten are going to be like, fuck off, and like number ten will be like, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, you got to get to that point. So dudes are already at that point. Well, that's they sucks handle too because it, that's and you can handle it. I mean, it's like you said, it sucks, but you can handle it. I right. Mean, and the the, the 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 idea that that telling someone and this was something that Lily said to me specifically was that well, women are raised, and I'm like, not all women because I've I've dealt with women. <laughs> women are raised that saying no is rude, and I'm like, no. What's rude is standing the motherfucker up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like that's rude. Like telling me you're not interested if I ask you out on the date is like honest. Yeah. And it's not wasting anybody's well, time. And that's confusing for you guys because if there's no no, then what do you know what a real yes is? Exactly. Yeah, because if it's all yeses, then I mean, you yeah, then you're kind of fucked. Yeah, and how yeah. are you saving my feelings when I'm sitting at the fucking parking lot like, oh, I know this bitch gonna be here anytime. I, I, okay, I could pretend like I look it on my phone for another 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know she coming though. I know she be here. Yeah. Yeah, it's she like. She wouldn't do that. Like, th- yeah, because that doesn't have an effect on your psyche. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> and it's wasting your time. Yeah, no, it is. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, if you don't want to go, cancel. Mm-hmm. Call and cancel. Say, you know what? I, you know, I don't really think I can go. Fine. And maybe if you don't want to tell someone you're not interested because you feel bad, like, sorry. Like, 
you have preferences just like everybody else. Yeah. If you're not fucking interested, you're not fucking well, interested. Well, you should feel bad for taking it uh, to a whole other level, being even more of an asshole. No, that's not what they been. feel bad about. They uh. feel bad about the fact that I asked them out, which is my fault. Oh, God. Because you're mean and inconsiderate, basically. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, well, I am a dick. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I'm also seeing women in the chat are posting about this and they're saying that men, that they've had the same experience with men doing that kind of shit to them as well. Oh, really? So it might, is it that might a, just be. Is that, are those also people locally? Yeah. Because I've really only experienced it in mm-hmm. Portland. Like, and maybe it's a, it's a, it's a cultural thing here locally. But yeah, in other cities, like it's it's a very straight yes or no game. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you guys won't see me on the air like crying about it. Like I, I mean, it's not like I'm going to break down here in a minute and have to be excused. It's just, <laughs> it's just like Keelan's wiping away I tears can. out of his eyes it's, right but it's, now. It's just crazy. Like it's like how do you how are you supposed to like get out there and like be because you want to kind of have a good attitude about it. Like you want to get out there and be positive. And yeah. Like yeah. Go out and meet people and, and try to be open to the concepts. Yeah. But it's like, if you keep getting fucked around <laughs> after a while, you get to be very, very jaded and very angry about this kind of shit. Oh, I'm sure. I guess I kind of can looking that from the other angle. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit awkward sometimes, but you, it's better to just be honest and just straight up say like, um, no, I'm, I'm not. Well, I have noticed right that now, people have I'm not, a, I have, you know, I, I've known some people who are terrified of awkward to the point that they will take no action as opposed to having an awkward conversation Mm -hmm. and solve the problem. Yeah. It's like, well, it'll be awkward. And like, but if you just deal with it, like, it'll go away. Whether it's dating or not, like, it'll go away. Just like, fucking just do it. Yeah. But like, Portland is very unique to me in that when I lived in Michigan, I didn't see people have that kind of that uncomfortable nature. Like, people would get bummed because they're like, fuck. This is going to suck. I got to go have this fucking conversation. Mm-hmm. But then they just go have the conversation. Yeah. And they come back and fill up their glass and, then mm-hmm. get, you know, drink yeah. the pain away. But, yeah, and Portland does enough drinking so they can easily drink the pain away of just dealing with oh, all these yeah. awkward situations. Oh, God. It's Instead of having to make a thing out of it. Yeah. And, I, and, and people, I don't want people to get me wrong. I, I like living here. And I, you know, I, mm-hmm. all my friends are here. I have a great time. Like, we go out, we do all kinds of shit. It's just one of those things about interacting with people here that yeah. makes it very difficult, especially if yeah. you're dating. Yeah, and it is hard to, like, I, I know, you know, from personal experience and from friends dating and stuff, like, it is a weird dating town. Like It is. It is. It's I mean, nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Portland is just full of crazy people, clearly, but I mean, also, like, it's also full of big friend groups that, like, people will yeah. mostly, like, it's in turn, you're, like, kind of dating your friend groups, because everyone just goes out with, like, you know, 20 people or so. And you know, the only time I've ever seen that is in small towns. Like, I grew up in a small town, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people that I went to high school with and that I knew when I was younger are... Involved in some way with like other people, <laughs> yeah. That I knew when I was young, and, like, and that shit weirds me out. But it's in a small town, like mm-hmm. I get it. But Portland's like a major city, like it's weird for a major city to have that kind of like, you know, very cliquish kind of yeah circle where there's like in dating and everybody you know trading off partners eventually till you know every the puzzle kind of gets put the way it needs to be. Oh like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's weird, and I you know, and I don't want to bring everybody down. It's not I'm not feeling bad for myself. Mm-hmm. I just find it hilarious, man. That, like that that advice That's was like weird. that advice was like you're fucked. Yeah, you're screwed. That is pretty much you're screwed. On you that. could just delete all of that and yeah, just write you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked, Keelan. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> oh well, Hell yeah. well, I think that there's somebody out there for you. A, a, a real grown, a grown ass woman, not some little girl who's afraid to tell you like, oh, I don't want to go out tonight. I sure hope so. There is. Otherwise, I'm gonna cry, cry myself to sleep. Well, you are mean, so 
You better go out with me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how you ask. Say you want to go on a date. Say you want to go. God, well, I mean, honestly, maybe it's because women in Portland, and not all of them, I have tons of male friends and I have friends who have boyfriends that are great, but I mean, but there are a lot of assholes in Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. I've, I've dated a few of them. There mm-hmm. are lots of dicks. There are. Yeah. There are. Yeah. There are a lot of people here that, that... Which is why you would think when a nice guy is around that it would <laughs> no, I actually No, I actually get it worse because I, I get the brunt of all of the shit that all the assholes did to that woman. Mm-hmm. So then, I, you know, I reap the benefits of all that shit. And by <laughs> benefits, you mean nothing. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fantastic. And there are a lot of young younger people in Portland as opposed to, like, some other places where I live. It's just weird, though. There are a lot of people who... Would rather just stick their head in the ground and like pretend shit will go away. Mm-hmm. And just deal with their problems, and I don't know if that's a younger demographic or what it is, but it's <laughs> yeah. weird, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Hashtag we're all old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it these young whippersnappers? Hey, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, but it's it's it seems like it's something that people are okay with here. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to kind of do that shit. In other cities, like when I lived in Vegas, like if you did that shit, people would just look at you like, "What the fuck is wrong with mm-hmm. you?" And I came here, and it's like, "Well, you gotta understand how you know it's tough for them." And I'm like, "No, no." Well, it's these not. girls, are, if they're treating you like this, I mean, they should be happy that you're not confronting them about it and being like, "Hey, why don't you try being an adult?" And if we have plans or something, you know, we yeah. don't have to pretend like this didn't happen. Like, yeah. be a grown up. Yeah, I kind of thought about that, but then of course I, I instantly become the the outwardly mean guy instead yeah. of just the guy who gets called and you don't want to like show even though you don't care that much it might seem like you like like, like I'm all angry exactly and, like, aggro about it I'm yeah, like, yeah. like you've been thinking about it the entire time and I mean yeah and, and I'll get pissed but I like like most dudes like you're pissed for a couple hours sure yeah and then well it stings you crack a brew and then you're done mm-hmm. you, yep. I mean that's about and then you move on yeah you, you leave it there so it's not like I take it home every night and I'm just kicking over shit as soon as I walk in the door it's just yeah it's just fucked up man it's like if you want to be positive about dating and then like I know a lot of dudes are in this position it's like there's just some shit you gotta let go like mm. I can be upset, but I just have to let it go at a certain point. Or oh, else, yeah. Or else I'm just going to become that angry, you know, misogynistic right. dude who just doesn't want anything to do with women. No, and he's always complaining about them. And, and it's just like, yeah, it's, if, this is probably the most positive thing you'll ever hear me say is life is too short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm not going to spend the rest of my life like being all fucked up about like certain people. And yeah. No, you can't. Shit that about somebody can't. that wasn't good enough for you in the first place. See? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, they're basically like rainbows coming out of your head right yeah, now. That yeah, was so you know positive, Keelan. That's right, ladies, don't you want some of these rainbows? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are rainbows coated in chocolate. <laughs> Get you some of this. I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if that line's going to work. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Come on. I could get Tazon Day to write a chocolate rainbow song. <laughs> oh... I was just talking about Tazon Day the other day. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know why his name is always in my lexicon. Some stay dry and all. He's just a, he's, you know what? The funny thing is, he's he's probably just a cool dude. He probably who likes is. to write music, and his voice just set it off for most people. Yeah, and the, and those videos, man, like he. He was so technical in those videos that it just made it hilarious. Like, he's probably just a cool dude. Oh, my God. Do you know how many times Chocolate Rain has been viewed? Oh, he's probably made a fortune off that shit. 93 million times. Wow. Yeah, he's made a lot off that. Oh, yeah. Just from the YouTube stuff alone. Not to to mention, like, the endorsements and, like, the little cameos he does on TV. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, he shows up in, like, movies and TV shows periodically. Just out of the blue. He's all for this one little. All for that one thing. And good for him. Yeah. Chocolate rain. <laughs> I you know, love this still. Hell yeah. Chocolate rain. 
a baby born will die before the sin chocolate rain. God, it's like hypnotic. I remember when this first came out, I would just sit and listen it's to hilarious. it over and over again. It's funny because the, the the thing about it, if you really think about what he that that song, is that if that was just a poem that a black person got up in front of like mm-hmm. a college graduation and read, people would be like, "That's so profound." Yeah, can, like that's. Fantastic! <laughs> I never thought of it that way. But like, you put in that song with that piano, and he's like, "I lean away from the mic to breathe in." That's yeah. just hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Bro. Oh God! Speaking of lyrics, I was listening, uh, as is my want. I listened to a '90s themed radio station. Yeah, you've been talking about this oh, all no. week. I've been doing this a lot lately. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I might be having some weird like quarter life crisis or third I've got life a bad crisis. Whatever. About this. Yeah. But I was listening to it, and of course, you know, it has like the... Third li- how long do you think you're going to live? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're a That's dick. Awesome. life. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was trying to be positive. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been... the mark there a little bit, huh? <laughs> So I've been listening to, you know, all sorts of 90s music, so there'll be, you know, a little Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply, peppered uh. in with some Third Eye Blind Jumper, and then there's, you know, some Alanis Morissette. And then the song yesterday came up, and have you ever like heard a song before, but then you actually seriously just sit and listen yeah. to the lyrics for the first time, and you realize it's like one of the worst things you have ever heard? Like Matchbox 20, I Will Push You Around. No. It's clearly about not female like that. violence. <laughs> it is Sarah. not. It's about how his father was abusive. No. You sure it's not about rape? Yeah, I think that could be what it's about. All right, let's just check it. By the way, we want to thank Keelan for a delicious angry orchard that he brought Hell in yeah. today. Yeah, well, of course. It's what, a refreshing treat. Would I bring you anything other than angry orchard? Uh, <laughs> angry orchard from an angry black man. Exactly. <laughs> Date me, bitch. <laughs> um, all right. So, I, so one of the songs, which I don't know why this popped up, but do you guys remember that band LFO? They were like a boy band. They had one hit song. You know, I had almost for, I had almost successfully forgotten them. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> no problem. No Wait. problem. Are they the ones that uh, just steal my sunshine? Da, 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 <gasps> no, that's da, 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 oh, that's that Len, fucking, isn't that Len? Yes, yeah. That's oh, Len. I hate that goddamn song. I actually, I swear to God, I heard I, that came on my '90s station today. Oh, I doesn't surprise and me. And also it did uh, Eiffel '65, which is I'm blue. I don't remember that shit. I remember that. That song. You don't have to play it. I remember when I was working at the uniform company. I used to have to. Because I was a uniform salesman, but I'd have to go out on the routes with the guys who actually delivered them. And there was this Filipino guy, Dotto, who loved that song so much and would just crank it up anytime it was on and insisted that he knew what the lyrics were. Because really all they're saying is like blue, da boo dee, da uh-huh. Right? That's all they're saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But it sounds no, like... but he put it in. He's like, I was the other guy and it was me. I was the other guy. I was what? The, he had this whole thing. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's what they're saying. I think it's and just nonsense. Get, no, he yeah. oh, really defensive. wait a minute. I fucking remember. Oh, God I damn it. I had a blue house with stop a blue it, window. Stop it, stop it, I, I did, oh, Blue I, is the color of all that I wear. He would get super defensive about it. He's like, no, no, that's what they're saying. It's really a deep <laughs> song. I did not want He's that talking about his wife cheated on him and then he's he's the other guy now and uh, I mean he had this whole thing for I him. don't really I think it was just a really shitty techno song That's about I, a guy who liked the color blue try explaining that to Dado <laughs> it did not work well this song popped up and it's uh, by that band LFO and they had this song that was popular I don't know it, it was like kind of past my time I think it was okay so it was in early 2000 and so this popped up it was uh, called Summer Girls now, I don't know if you remember this hit Summer. Oh God, this is making me want to vomit already. Oh, it's oh, awful. I want to die right now. 
They're like a non-threatening boy band. Okay, so I so this song. This please. I know. Okay, so this song came up, and I was and I was running, and I was listening to it, and. Hot damn! If it isn't the dumbest song, I think. But um, but not even just for that. The, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Can I read you some of the lyrics? Sure. All right. So of course you already heard the profound. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Which those two things, of course, very go, genius. Go swimmingly together. Yeah. Um. So the first, uh, like, here's the first verse. Hip hop marmalade, spick and span. Met you one summer, and it all began. You're the best girl that I ever did see. And then. The great Larry Bird wore jersey 33. <laughs> Here's because some things it, that rhyme. Because it rhymes. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. That doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't. Call me Willie Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something your eyes went and drove me crazy. Call uh, me Willie Whistle? Willie Whistle, okay. Then it says, uh, stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. Because he can't speak, baby. So, like, you know, he has to whistle at him. Oh. Okay. Uh, he fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. Kill me! Well, <laughs> I mean, he's right. That is true. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I do um, love a good Family Ties reference. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, he wrote, Cherry Pez, Cold Crush, Rockstar, Boogie. Used to hate school, so I had to play hooky. Always been oh. hip. Keelan, Keelan, Keelan. Yes. He's always been hip to the B-boy style. No, no, oh, he's yeah. never been. He he's, never even. He's oh. known to act wild and make the girls smile. You know, uh, according to Wikipedia, LFO, do you know what LFO stands for? No. Light, L-Y-T-E, funky ones. <gasps> Light, funky ones. And they, are, they were an American three-man pop rap group. They were not a rap group. <laughs> Fuck you. Whoever filled in that Wikipedia page, you can die in a fucking fire. Filled with razor blades and lemon juice. Pop uh, rap group. Fucking all right. Light rap. funky this, ones. Let me read you a few more. All right. You love hip hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old. Oh, wow. I got dark really quick. Okay. And then there what was. What a, trying to say, Grace? <laughs> there was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel so much better, baby, when you're near. The, what? There was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel so much better, baby, when you're near. Your dad left you when you were four years old. <laughs> wow. What? What? See, you know, and this is why, like, oh. this is why Sarah and Greg make jokes about me hating life when they're playing songs and yes. shit on the show. Because, like, these motherfuckers made a lot of money. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm, I got nothing. What's a bugaloo shrimp? It doesn't matter. <laughs> bugaloo shrimp and pogo sticks. My mind takes me back there oh so quick. Uh, I like the color purple and macaroni and cheese, ruby red slippers, and a bunch of trees. Ooh. Call you up, but what's the use? I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. All right, well, I feel like it, I've learned a lot. It takes a lot for me to find something really fucking stupid. It really does, It too. does. Somebody, Sarah's not just saying that. It yeah. takes a lot. <laughs> right, but see... I'm easily amazed very, by things. Very easily amused. At every level of this, there was somebody going, yes. Like, at every level... This is a this great, is great idea. From, like, their this parents... Like, from their parents not aborting <laughs> them to, like, their fucking, like, third birthdays yeah. to, like, somebody signing them at the record label. Like, you know what? We want to put a contract in front of you for this. The um, light, funky ones. <laughs> you know, they... they 
Here's a little history on LFO. Uh, so they also had a former member named Brian Gillis who was nicknamed Briz. Briz was one of the members of the group. Briz? Okay, Briz. did Briz do something terrible? Uh, Briz was asked to leave the group. Yeah, yeah this song. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did he do something terrible? Did oh, Briz? here's something. Oh, okay. Well, the lead singer is no longer with us. <gasps> I just realized that. Oh, he's not? He's not. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this got awkward. This Wait. just took it. Yeah. Oh, recently? Uh, no, like three years ago. Oh. I'm still kind of debating whether or not I should feel bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they, he foisted this shit on us. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure if that's like the universe being like, all right, motherfucker. No, no, he, all right, he I'm just, about I, disease. Hey, I'm an asshole. You so are an asshole. You are an I, asshole, Keelan. I, I'm playing my role. <laughs> Bitches, you better date me. <laughs> <laughs> the light, funky ones. That's I'm horrible. Sorry. That's the best thing I've ever what heard. He, what did he die of, Greg? Uh, Leukemia. Yeah. Wait, he had enough money. He could have called Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was helping everybody with leukemia. <laughs> Michael I don't Jackson know. Was still Did he have a lot of then? money, though, off of that money? Oh, yeah. No, look, Michael Jackson wasn't broke. Oh, I know. Man. Not Michael Jackson. No, I think they Did died Mike around the same ones. time because if he died three years ago, Mike, didn't Michael Jackson die three years ago? Um, No, but he had leukemia before then. It wasn't like, uh, you've got leukemia, sir. You'll be dead in a half hour. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> Keelan. What? I'm just saying. Like, you don't die from leukemia in, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> Sorry. Leukemia. X is on your eyes right now. He's single, lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to have another drink of this tasty oh, cider. Oh, God. <laughs> the light, funky ones. Oh, my God. The light, funky ones. Serving up another Here's summer hit. from the light, funky ones. A little Ouch. splash of summer. Oh, Loki. That's, that hurts, brother. I jumped a shark? <laughs> God damn, man. It's not true, Keelan. He's just jo- he's just joshing. Man, I don't even own a leather jacket. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you have a cool leather jacket. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk <laughs> balls. Balls. All right. It's going to be short, supple balls today. Ew. Viral. Gross. Ample. Gross. Gross. But Gross. you don't have to spend a whole lot of time with them because you'll get all you need really quickly. <laughs> Fewer the balls, the better. Gross. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First up in ball talk, if you are a Milwaukee Brewers season ticket holder. Who's not? Oh, I thought you meant fan. Ticket holder? No. Like, who is? No. No. No, no one is. But uh, oh. if you are a Milwaukee Brewers uh, season ticket holder, you may be getting a phone call from their current suspended superstar, Ryan Braun, who's personally calling season ticket holders and apologizing for using performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, wow. He's personally calling everybody on the list and uh, apologizing for... Uh, that's pretty great. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess that's... Well, it's a small price if he gets to keep all of his money and everything. Like He's already keeping all his money, so yeah. I bet that's the team like, dude, we're paying you whatever he's getting, $25 million this year. You're calling some people. Mm-hmm. We're putting you on the phone. I can see him fucker. on the phone like... I- uh, hi, uh, this is Ryan, Ryan Brown. I'm sorry that I was caught <laughs> using perform. Hey, hey, put that, da- put that shit down. <laughs> put it down right now. Um, yes, and I will be, I will be better about my performance in the coming season. Please, you know, continue to support us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so there we go. If you are a Milwaukee Brewers fan, you may be getting call from Ryan Braun. Moving on to ball talk. Short, supple, ample balls. We've got this. This. Is a story without a ball. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's a story that came out over this last week uh, by CBC Radio, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, I believe, something like that. It's Canadian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so CBC Radio, where there's a story that came out. It was about a, an 
small town soccer team for kids under the age of 11. And it was based in Ontario where what they're doing to make sure that kids don't have the negative effects of competition, they've what? removed the soccer ball from their soccer games. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a Lance Armstrong story or something. Wait, 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 wait. When you said no It's ball. not a soccer game if there's no ball. Well, this is the story that came out. I'm and there's a, there's a follow-up to this. So, so this uh, story came out on CBC Radio. And uh, one of the people allegedly of the Midlake Soccer Association said this year to address some of the negative effects of competition, we've actually removed the ball. Um, so essentially, they have the kids imagine where the ball is and run down the field and chase after it. And they, they even have it's part of the radio, uh, the radio documentary. They have uh, them talking about it. We're like, OK, now, Billy, imagine imagine that Jimmy has the ball and we're going to go chase him. But we're just going to do it for fun. And anyway, this is what they were talking about. They removed the ball to stop the um, the competitiveness. I'm so confused. So they just created a giant 11-year-old tag league. Yes. But here's the thing. So this came out on CBC Radio. Okay. Picked up by American Stories as well. And uh, was all over Canada. Huge. Uh, lots of lots of outcry. Of people, people are requesting that you should be reading this in your uh, famous Canadian accent. By oh, the way. yes. That's a... Good idea there. Mm-hmm. That's not a good idea. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I can actually find the. Um, yeah, Ryan says this is called running in a field. <laughs> that sounds exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, well, uh, you know, unfortunately, when you put an overemphasis on competition, individual skill development regresses, and that's what happened in our game for so long. The ball is soccer this year as a challenge from a from a coaching perspective. I have to do a lot of imagining. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Jesus. Keep going. I want you to keep talking like that. I'm trying to find other Canadian things. See if you ever get back into Canada, motherfucker. I know, right? <laughs> it's gonna be flat. I love Canada, <gasps> man. They got you. They got your fucking passport on the wall at the fucking border, and it's like Portland TV zone. Gregory J. Nibbler is not allowed in Canada. <laughs> Gregory J. Nibbler. There may be a question for you about Canada in a little while here. Too. Yeah, I got a question for you. So this came out. People obviously very upset. The Washington Times picked it up. All kinds of different outlets. Here's the thing. Turns out. It was all a scam that CBC Radio was doing just to fuck with people. What? They put out this story. They created an entire radio story about this, about the Ballist Soccer League. That's hilarious. In Ontario and got everyone all worked up. And there's just tons of, of Twitter comments and uh, people talking about it. Uh, the this is the dumbest league. thing I've ever heard. Our future looks very sad. These are different people posting on Twitter. I really hope someone does a parody on how stupid this is. They are taking the piss, Lance. That pe- Oh, wait. There's different people like talking about this. Yeah. And essentially, yeah, it was CBC Radio just saying, ah, gotcha. No news organizations out. being all silly. Hey, I'd say good job on the Canadians. <laughs> they got everybody all worked up. There's even this website called the Pussification of America that took up this story and was all pissed off about it, even though it was in Canada, so it doesn't even make any sense. But then again, someone who has a website about the pussification of America, yeah. you know, somebody actually it. registered a website called the pussification of America. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the website <laughs> domain is, but that's that's what the uh, site is all about. So, uh, yeah, good job, CBC Radio. They essentially fooled everyone and got everyone all worked up. That's kind of gold. It is kind of gold. Yeah. I kind of appreciate that. So <laughs> we'll put up a link to where you can listen to the entire story. But uh, has Canada a Twitter? Quite literally. Oh. I, I've come back around on that. Well done, Canada. Good job, Canada. Good job, Canada. You're, you're doing great there. Oh, boy. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is Friday oh, here Jesus. in the Fun Employment Radio Studios, which means it's my turn to make some predictions on college football. But that's not the only prediction I'm going to be making today. 
I'm also going to be predicting who will win the Super Bowl, meaning you can lock it in. You don't even need to watch the rest of the season. I will tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl. But first, I'm going to tell you who's going to win in college football this weekend. So we're going to pick three games. First up, Florida versus Miami. Florida ranked number 12 right now, Miami. Of course, uh, you know, they've had they've had a lot of problems over the last few years. Not sure. the powerhouse they used to be. Florida coming from the mighty SEC going down there to play the rival down in Miami. you got to get rid of the Canadian accident. Sounds like you're still talking about it. And uh, they're going to go down there to uh, Miami. He Very sounds so real, real he sounds so knowledgeable, like he's do like he's doing sports on yeah. the weekend somewhere. He does. He, yeah. Real warm you down a, there. You can get a gig on an AM station here in town, Greg. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the check. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Florida at Miami. Florida number twelve, obviously heavily favored. However, not this time, Florida. The SEC is going to lose to an ACC school. Miami will beat Florida this okay. weekend. Okay, you're Lock welcome. It in. You're welcome, Florida. Uh, yeah, it's locked and loaded. That is what's happening. <laughs> Next up. Notre Dame, number 14 right now, always overranked, always, always overranked, playing Michigan, number 17, probably also overranked. However, hey, hey. <laughs> the two schools uh, playing their rivalry, this is going to be, I believe, the last one for quite a while because uh, Notre Dame is stopping the rivalry. They're, they're stopping the uh, the match, so I, I don't think they're going to be playing for several years. So Notre Dame against Michigan. I get tired of Michigan whooping that ass. At Michigan. <laughs> And I do have to say, even though Michigan's number 17, Notre Dame's 14, Notre Dame overranked, Michigan will win this weekend. Okay. God damn it, you just doomed <laughs> U of M to lose this game. Thank you, sir. Fuck. Give me that cider back. <laughs> Regurgitate it, Greg. <laughs> no. Um, all right, and finally, the final college football prediction. We're going to take a smaller one. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to pick one at random here because I feel so knowledgeable. I feel like I can just do this and get away with this. We'll go with Middle Tennessee against North Carolina. Neither one really much of a football powerhouse. However, I believe Middle Tennessee to be the better school as they're going to beat North Carolina. Middle is better than North. I don't know how that one really works out. Middle Tennessee will win this weekend. All right, and finally, in ball talk, this is the big this prediction. This is like the fourth finally. <laughs> yeah, and how does your ass feel after pulling that out of it? <laughs> yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> Oh, God. Sorry. All right. So, who will win the Super Bowl this year? Of course, there are many favored teams. A lot of people here in the Northwest talking about the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. Not quite yet. Also, you know, big talk about uh, the Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning throwing seven touchdowns yesterday, breaking, uh, I believe, a 44-year-old record. Good for him. Not going to happen. Atlanta Falcons? Nope, not this year. New York Giants? Not on my watch. You know who's going to win the Super Bowl this not year, Sarah? Not on my watch, he says. God. I, I can guarantee, know. guarantee, just like you did for my predictions. All right, what are you gonna, what are you gonna have on the line if you're guaranteeing it? What do you mean? Why do I have to have something? <laughs> on the I don't line? know because you're promising the people. People are gonna go and place their bets because you're saying this is gonna happen. I'm You've got to have something on the them. line too. What do I have to have on the line? I'm just saying. I think you should. I think it's what fair. What do I get when I'm right? Oh, shit, I'm gonna place my bets. <laughs> We're exactly the opposite of whatever he says right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> The winner. People are begging you to not say the Seahawks. No, I kind of want to. But they're not going to win. The winner of Super Bowl 2014, whatever one that is, 49th or something. You aren't you supposed to say the big game? Oh, yes, the big game. The big Excuse game. Me. The platter game. <laughs> Will be. The game that goes on at the same time as the puppy bowl. The Green Bay Packers, your Super Bowl champions Man, for really? this season. Aaron Rodgers leading the team back after a down year. Aaron Rodgers will get another Super Bowl MVP, and they will be champions. 
My friend Lisa is going to murder you. Green She's Bay Packers, Packers fan. I, yeah, oh, she is? Yeah. I'd like to see what kind of non-math you used to arrive at that conclusion. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? Did you just close your eyes and like point at the screen? <laughs> hours and hours of analysis. Hours of analysis went into this. No, oh, nipples in the chat was a uh, Packers. Oh, so is pick. So is corn dog. That is so. I awesome. think you've just upset a lot of people, Greg. This is so fantastic. Green Bay Packers, yeah, Super Bowl champions. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Why do you like to squash people's dreams, Greg? I'm not squashing. I'm providing hope, and I'm and I'm saving people time so they don't have to bother watching all of these games because they already know what's going to happen. See, and then they can tell their friends, and uh, and so on, and then they'll seem really cool. You know, I kind of understand why she wants to stab you most days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because I'm not in here usually, mm-hmm. but now, like, I can see that look on your face. No, it's like he's crazy. Yeah, and it's like, like and I sound like the crazy person, but look at him over there. Like his hair is all crazy, yeah, and he has like these wild. Face, and then he talks with his hands, like, like, there's, yeah, like there's a reason that you should be understanding what he's saying. Yeah, and, and it's just like you're not smart enough. Have you to noticed get the glazed it. look on my face too? Like, I have no clue what ball talk was just about. Yeah. I just repeat the last word that he says. God damn, Greg. Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Will not be winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. All right. Um, we, do we have a – before we go on to, to Dr. Science, because we're going to need people to put in their science We do. We, we need some questions. Well, we do have a birthday I believe today. we do. And there's a question, too, along with it. So maybe you can help, too, Keelan, because Greg's getting a little too power hungry today, and I need another opinion. Well, what is the question about? It's a it's a birthday rules question. Well, then I'm clearly the expert. You have the foremost expert on birthday rules. You are right not here. the expert. I am the I I practically wrote the book. I will write the book on birthday rules. I, I, I'm more than happy to help you. Thank you, Keelan. Yes. All right. Well, first of all, we want to give a very special happy birthday to Jason. Happy happy birthday, Jason. Happy birthday, sir. This drunk Elvis is for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right, and then Jason also, with his birthday uh, uh, request, asks a question. He says, uh, birthday rules question. If my birthday falls on a Friday, do I get to carry my birthday privileges through the weekend? Good question. My birthday always seems to fall on a Monday or midweek, so I've been storing up my birthday privileges for several years now. It only seems fair that I should be able to apply past unused birthday credit toward this weekend. Is this allowed? Okay, there's two things here. Now, that does suck when you had the Monday and Wednesday birthdays. I have a Wednesday birthday this year. Well, yeah, it sucks to be you. Because, I mean, that's it. You just kind of have to you have that one just little evening. Just that's brush it. over it. That's yeah, it. It doesn't really just count. middle of the week. It doesn't okay. count this year. Okay. You, know, you know what? I dare. Because I know you guys have to work together every day. I dare, to, I dare this motherfucker to just be like, eh, one day. Fuck it. Like. <laughs> that would not end well for him. Yeah. I, I Like, the, the fact that, like. You know what's going to be? Have to turn put up, the, the fact that you have to put up with his shit on a daily basis. I would love for Greg to just attempt to just be like. Ah, oh, Wednesday. Fuck it. Peace. Mm, <laughs> no, like, I think I'm going to make it a birthday week for me. I would pay American money to see Greg try to do that. <laughs> ah, that's stabbing eyes over mm-hmm. there. <laughs> stabbing All right. Eyes. All right, okay. guys. Thoughts. What do you think? So here's the deal. <clears throat> He's saved um, up. He's saved up. So Friday. So today is his actual birthday. Yes. Okay. Here's what he can do. He can celebrate his birthday twice, but not with the same people each time. Oh, my God. You're so such if a you dick. go out tonight... With your friends, whoever you're going out with, they buy you like a birthday shot or buy you a drink or something like that or whatever you do for your birthday. You can celebrate it with them once, but tomorrow you have to do it with a different group of friends. That previous group of friends is not obligated to give you anything. 
Keelan. You can spread it so out. It's, it's, it's Jason, correct? It's Jason, yes. yes. Okay, Jason. I'm going to give you something that the older generation used to tell us mm-hmm. young ethnic types when we were coming <laughs> up. Are you, are you pulling this card? Put it in the bank, then empty the tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, brother, if you've been saving up all this birthday goodwill, birthday cheer, birthday fair mm-hmm. for all these years for having birthdays stuck on shitty days when people can't go out, brother... You take everything you can get from everybody every day. Yes, even the same people, right? The same people. Mm-hmm. Like, resurrect people you knew that died. Have them get you <laughs> shit. Like, I'm telling you, go find people that you never met. Have them give you shit. So, and then take your friends out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, and Sunday. And just hit them all up. Like, you eat, drink, sleep, fuck, and be happy for three straight days. Yep. And don't give a shit what nobody says. Nope, and no. you and you let everybody know that it's your birthday no. weekend. Sunday's and that's off limits. Nope. Sunday's off limits. I'm with Keelan. No. Two out no. rules three. Nope. No. No. Two and out on, rules one. And on Monday, you can write us back and then settle up with Greg. And mm-hmm. Sunday doesn't count. You cannot so on Sunday. Basically, but he's Saturday gonna, night, if you go out with friends you didn't you didn't go out with on Friday night, that's acceptable. He's not going to listen to you because clearly you don't have his best interests in mind. I do. Like, Keelan and I want him to have the best weekend ever, whereas you're saying that he has to segment his friend groups into two different nights. Well. Well, it depends. If they all go out on Friday night with him, and that's it. Then he well, has then, to spend Saturday night alone? Well, I, I mean, you can hang out with them, but it, it, nah, there can be no buying, talk about birthdays. No, you're said, a horrible advice. There can be said, no talk about birthdays. You can't nah, stretch that nah, out. Because he said long. in his message that he been saving it up over he's the years. He's been saving it for years. Because he's had birthdays well, on days when people can't go out. So you know what? Those friends are on the hook for previous birthdays mm-hmm. that they didn't give him shit. Mm-hmm. So that's, if he's got at least two birthdays, that means all of his friends are on the hook for at least two nights. Well, that's... And if he's no, got three no. years of birthdays that are not on nights when they could go out, that means he's got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and everybody's on the hook. No, 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 no. No, only once, though. They're only required once. You are a fun squasher. I'm not a fun squasher. I'm just trying to make sure everybody's having a good I time. I think that Jason, it doesn't matter if everybody's having a good time. You know what matters is that Jason's having a good time. God well, right. it's his birthday. He's and the birthday boy. He's been saving up for this for years. I'm not telling him not to celebrate his birthday. He should. But I'm saying, you know, you only get to do that with one person once. That's it. You've used up the birthday celebration with that person. All right. I'll remember that next time your birthday falls on like a Tuesday. Yeah. Those rules are changed oh, pretty yeah. quick. Oh, all, of sure sudden, they will. all of a sudden, the book will have all sorts of addendums. Oh, I think so. Well, there's for always some reason. That we didn't see the first time. You know, yeah. oh, if you look at the appendices, the third appendices <laughs> in the back, you know, <laughs> we'll find there was an addendum to this, an amendment to this rule uh, three years ago. Shit. My birthday falls on a Wednesday next year. Ooh, oh. That's, that's all right. There will be special rules for that. Eh, that's all right. Eh, Wednesday, but Wednesday. Peace. There we go. Dude, I'm excited because I'm going to be 33 in a month, and that's gonna be, it's the two matching numbers, which I'm really excited about. You know how I love my my matching numbers? Yes. It's going to be a three and a three. I'm really excited. Woo. That's my story. All right. So you want to take a break? I can compile the Dr. Science questions? Yes. And then we'll come right back? Yes. All right. I don't know what that just was. Okay. Well, so well, if you are listening live right now, put your questions for Dr. Science into the live chat, and they shall be answered in the order received. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not. But anyway, we will answer them. Put them in there. We'll be back and in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is Adam Ferrara, and you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Sarah and the Nibbler. I know, it sounds dirty, and sometimes it is. All right. All right. Properly. You're really gross. See, can you see how gross the stretching is, too, Keelan? Yeah. 
It's really weird. I lived with him, and he never did any shit like that. Yeah, it's really gross. It's 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 lubing up my mind. Don't lube up your mind. That is so (laughs) creepy. You have to do stretches because that's what releases the thought cells in your brain. And he's already starting to sweat Africa on his chest. Oh, my God. He is sweating (laughs) Africa. I am. I don't know if we ever talked about that on the show. I do. My my sweat on my chest forms the uh, shape of the continent of Africa. All right. All right. Just a couple more stretches. Still not black. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, stop stretching, please. Christ. This is so disgusting. Uh, I know. It's, I don't know why it's gross, yeah, it's but it is. Okay. It's the most disgusting stretching I've ever seen. <laughs> so science facts, of course, is where myself, as the kids call me, Dr. Science, <laughs> dispels the myths and fallacies that you've learned in school because not all scientists are correct. And there's some very, uh, very incorrect things that you've learned throughout your, uh, throughout your life that I'm here to, to correct. And you can um, take this knowledge, spread it to your friends and loved ones, especially the children. This is a children-friendly section as I expunge my knowledge into the atmosphere and let it rain down upon you with a okay. moist kernels uh, of truth. Gross. Moist kernels of truth? Okay. All right, Greg. I have a... I have, uh, excuse me, I'm Dr. Sorry? Science. Yes! Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Dr. Science. We have yes! First question is, dear Dr. Science. Yes. Mm. How does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? How does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? How does a caterpillar turn, turn into a butterfly? One of nature's great mysteries. The beauty of the butterfly, uh, you know, juxtaposed against the hideousness of the caterpillar. Well, let's get down to this. Let's get down to a little bit of science, shall we? So caterpillars, as we all know, by their common name, tree worms. So caterpillars are worms that just have a couple of extra legs on them, and you'll see them, you know, various places, generally hanging out on trees and, um, and, and hanging out up there, and that's kind of what they do. They don't really do a whole lot. They're kind of annoying, quite frankly, but they're generally bright-colored, hideous little creatures that crawl around on there. Now, a caterpillar, at some point in its life, will build a shack in which it will hide. Now, when it builds its shack, now sometimes you've seen those shacks, there's something that happens that we don't know necessarily what's happening, but I'm here to tell you exactly what's happening. So what does a caterpillar turn into? A butterfly. Let's analyze that. Fly, butter, a butter fly. It's a fly, but there's something in there with butter. Where does the butter come from? And that is where one of nature's great mysteries, of course, the butter fairies. Butter fairies are something that, um, you know, it's an actual animal, but they call them fairies because they... They, they fly around. It was also often misconstrued as far as what a butter fairy is. Butter fairies will lather up the shack with butter, which puts the caterpillar into a frenzy of which it cannot okay. recover from. And so you, you combine the butter onto the caterpillar, and this is how you can do this at home if you want to try this. You can make your own. Set, set out a little cup of butter onto your porch at night, and soon you'll find caterpillars flocking to it. And before you know it, they'll turn into a frenzy and build shacks of their own. And you, too, will have butterflies flying all around your house. So that is what a caterpillar... That's how it happens. Butter and butter fairies. All right. And your second question. Yes! Dear Dr. Science. Yes! (laughs) Dr. Science, why do some animals have multiple stomachs? 
Ah! Dr. Science, why do some animals have multiple stomachs? Well, okay, that's a very good question. Because why does one need an extra stomach, we, we might ask. You know, what's, the, what's the point of that? Isn't one stomach enough? Well, no, it's not for some animals. And uh, we'll, we'll take one of the common animals that you may, uh, may be familiar with, Sarah, the bovine. Or it's common layman term, the cow. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The cow has many stomachs. Now, why does a cow have so many stomachs? Was one stomach just not good enough? Well, no, it wasn't. And the reason for that is cows are extremely greedy animals. Now, you'll notice they'll put them out in pastures and they'll trim down that pasture in no time because a cow is a selfish, greedy, greedy creature. And they, one stomach was not enough for a cow. Sure. Two stomachs were not enough for a cow. Mm. Nay, even three. Three stomachs weren't enough? Four stomachs oh. are how many in, inside of an average cow. There's different cows with more stomachs, but that's a little bit different. So cows are greedy creatures, and that is the bottom line. That's why they have so many stomachs. It's part of nature's thing, and that's why they're delicious, because they eat so much. Cows are greedy creatures. That's why they have so many stomachs. So they had to because of their greedy necessity. Because of their greediness. Okay, so they grew the other stomachs out of their out of greed necessity. Yeah, out of greed and spite, mainly because they hate horses. I mean, we all know that cows and horses are mortal enemies. And that's why they're delicious? Well, that's why mm. it's part of it, because they do eat so much. You know, it is it is kind of nice, but um, yeah. I have a cow science question for another day. Okay. I'm really confused about cows that make milk and cows that you eat. Oh, I can answer those questions for because you, Because some of the cows don't make milk, but you mm. eat them, but then other cows mm. make milk and you don't eat them. Mm -hmm. But how come they don't all make milk, or how come you don't eat all of them? Do you want me to answer that question for no, you? No, I think we should save it. Okay. Well, do you, do you have the answer? Is it right there? Well, I mean, I do have an answer, but I don't know if I feel appropriate to give that to you right now. Okay. I want you to think about it for a while. Maybe I should try and figure it out on my own for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe next week you can answer the cow question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and so, then we do have, so those are your questions, and we do have a special science guest. Yes, we do. Now, Dr. Science here, of course, as I spread my knowledge around the world, and it is one of my joys. Oh, sure it is. To uh, educate other people, and it's always nice to find someone of equal scientific proportions as myself, or someone who's, who's striving to be. Maybe not quite there yet. Maybe not in the doctor's territory yet. So he's not quite a doctor yet, is what you're saying. What good enough to possibly intern? And ladies and gentlemen, that is Brother Science. Brother Science? Brother Science, who is here with me right now. Hello, Brother Science. Yes. Excellent. Now, am Doing I asking... the good work of an intern. Am I asking Brother Science the question, or should, would you I ask? will defer this to you. You may go ahead and ask Brother Science this All right. question. So we do have one final question. Wait, am I getting paid for this? <laughs> uh, Brother Science, you are an intern. There is no pay. <laughs> you told me there was going to be pay when I filled out this application. You were incorrect, and this is why you need to learn and read that closer. Probably pay a little bit more attention. You need to learn to lock your desk. <laughs> All right, and this question for Brother Science... Dear Brother Science, here is your question. Yes. Why are there no black people in Canada? Brother Science, why are there no black people in Canada? Okay. Oh, God. He's doing uh, the stretching, too. Uh, Don't stretch. He's learning well. Uh, no. I think this is how I got the job. No. Well, I can't call it a job because I'm not paid. But I know. Stop stretching. That's how I got the keys. <laughs> See, Greg? This, this is what... This is how you get the thought cells juicing up. So your thought cells are juicing up. Okay. What am I going to tell you? 
first we all know that black people originated in Africa but did you know that sir I did not well black people originated in Africa okay and one of the things that I learned from if you guys remember the last time I was here Mm -hmm. I told you that Leroy Jenkins came back and told me a few things so one of the things that Leroy Jenkins came back and told me was that black people were the first to go everywhere in the world but see, they don't know that. See, they just know like the history because we, you know, we wasn't writing history books. Like we don't own any book companies, so we weren't writing history books. So we don't get to tell the story. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes, there was unpleasant stuff like the slave trade that brought us to other places, but we were the first to go everywhere. And so, what Leroy said was, when we got to other places, like there were people all over the world, like in Europe and, mm-hmm. and South America, North America, and Asia, but. We were the first to like visit everybody So we just go around the world like saying what's up to everybody Well what happened Was a bunch of Black people Landed in Canada This is also why Well, I, This has another explanation but When we all landed in Canada mm-hmm. It was winter And black people Really don't like the cold So we got to Canada And we felt really, really bad because there were a lot of nice people in Canada and we didn't want to just like be like, fuck y'all, we getting back on a boat going away. Mm-hmm. So sorry for the snowy. Yeah, what we decided <laughs> to do was like, you know, we, we you know, we had to learn the hard way. We get off the boat, we still dress like Africans, but it's cold. So we said, Okay, we don't want to be assholes and just leave. And so what the black people did was they embarked on one of the greatest feats of human strength ever seen by man and they endeavored to make it all the way through Canada during the winter and say hi to all the people they saw there but at the same time they wanted to get the hell out of there because it was cold as shit Mm -hmm. so what they did is they just started running running really really fast and they just sprinted across all of Canada and they would just run by like hi 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 what's up hey what's up hey how you doing and they were just running 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 and so what happened was oh all the black people just ran through Canada said hi to everybody and ran the fuck south but it was just really fast so like it was this time period where people thought it was a lot of black people there but they weren't sure and we just kind of got in said hi to everybody got the fuck out but that's also why we you know we were able to do so good in the Olympics because we had lots of training running through Canada saying hi to everybody and then running to where it was warm. That's why I know black people there. Because they all ran. This makes perfect sense. So, Dr. Science Dr. and Brother Science, Science, Science are in agreement. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Excellent work. Excellent work. Yeah. Oh, dear God. All right. That's been Science Facts by two idiots. <laughs> now, of course, you can play this for your children and educate them properly. Yes. Like they're not getting in those schools. Exactly. Yeah. And that schooling of theirs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get the thought cells juicing up. All right. Well, it's weekend time. It is indeed. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yes, I think I think we've done enough work here for today. I think we have. I think we've done some good work. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, thank you for hanging work. out with us, Keelan. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love hanging out with you guys. And, you know, I've had more time to do it now that I'm not working. <laughs> with that, <laughs> yeah. that sounds work. Job. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I got a day I can come in and, you know, <laughs> do some shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm really looking forward um, to the fall. 
because we're getting back to um, uh, basketball season coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Rip City Bad Boys will be back on the on, on the market here in a minute. Excellent. Uh, and today, you know, we'll have our uh, B sides and B sides <laughs> return, which I'm so stoked about. Like I've so missed cool. doing the show, and I love giving people so much stuff that like because I hear people tell me all the time like they didn't know like. Well, I had never heard that before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that existed, or where'd you find that? Or so it's like I love being able to like give people stuff that's just not everything that's out in the mainstream. Yeah, like, yeah. And people get to learn even about artists they know about that. There's tons and tons of music that those artists make mm-hmm. that you ne- that never sees the light of day, and it's fantastic. So I get a real kick out of uh, being able to do that for people. Cool. So yeah, so I, that's going to be really this afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, uh, I think going forward, and uh, Greg and I have talked about this. Uh, I believe uh, this season of B sides, which is season three, if you're keeping track, yeah, uh, will will most likely take place right after Fun Employment on Fridays, which is perfect. That is totally perfect. Yeah. So if you're still sitting at your desk. You know, waiting to get off at the end of the day, or if you're off in the afternoon and you want to go home and relax, you know, there'll be some hip hop there waiting for you. Awesome. Hell yeah. 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 So that will be right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network in just a few minutes, actually, yeah. is when that show will be airing. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link for anything you're going to buy from Amazon. Seriously, it helps us out. Uh, so if, if you're going to Amazon, whatever it is, and you don't, you can tell everybody mm. to do this, just go to our website first. There's an Amazon link right there. Just click on that, and then that's it. Your job's done. And then we're good to go. Do Sarah it. looks perplexed by something. <gasps> nope. Not at all. I'm just melting into a puddle over here. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. All right. Wait, wait. Oh, no. I, I should just let that go. Okay. I, I, I should refrain from <laughs> doing my part to be Aaron Duran today. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> You're being an in- inconsiderate man. <laughs> Basically. You're just yeah. being mean, Keith. You better date me, you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available, goddammit. <laughs> Why don't you see how special I am? You know what I'm saying? I'm hot and shit. <laughs> Look <laughs> at it. <laughs> All right. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.